Go Loud presents the Lennon Courtney podcast. Welcome to this week's Minnesota of the Lennon Courtney podcast. New main episodes are released every Thursday. This week, it's the Thinking Woman's Guide to Homophobia. Follow us on at Lennon Courtney on social media for all the latest updates and to sign up to our fabulous newsletter for behind the scenes news. So. Uh, my memory of the marriage referendum 2015 is this it's very structured I have a very clear memory so first of all Kingswood Heights where I'm from was doing really bad in the polls and I was approached by marriage referendum to go and knock on doors which I did and I hated every minute of it because the very people I left behind at 19 I was begging them to approve me of for a, for a, for a institution that I don't believe in <laughs> So I was like Loaded I Loaded I don't believe in marriage But I wanted the right to do it As you know So I had to keep that stump as well Because it, I believe that Marriage equality then Will influence schools To then be You know It's it's good The law's on everyone's side That's why it was really important Because it's equality basically So that was that Then the day of the marriage referendum I bumped into Deirdre O'Kane i never forget this She said Are you alright? And I said We've just done our voting She said Should we go for a pint? And Deirdre Okay, took me to Panty Bar for a pint and watched my grim face as we waited for the votes to be counted. And she was, I'll never forget her for that. She took, she just saw me on the street and said, come on, let's go for a pint in, in a real round the shoulder kind of way. Very gorgeous of her. And so I've loved her ever since. And it was kind of fabulous in Panty Bar with okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then as the votes came in and I was worn out and I had to go and speak uh, with Vincent Brown at the George, that live broadcast, genius live broadcast the TV3 did. It was very clever. And I had to go and speak at that. And the minute it was done, I was like, right, that's it. I'm gone. And the, everybody was like, you're not saying? I said, no, because what should have happened has happened. Yeah. So I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm tired of this now. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And I was just like, slapped my hand and went home. Went for something to eat and went to bed. I just had had enough of it. You know, I was worn out by it. Mm. What's your memory? <laughs> I just I just remember the 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 pain in my stomach in the run up to it. I just mm. remember the fear that it wasn't going to happen. Going to happen, and, and and because remember, we were so dis- as our generation are so used to marriage re- referendums going against yeah. uh, the left, going yeah. against liberalism. Yeah, you know? and it was just, and I remember you saying, "If this doesn't go, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. If this doesn't go our way, I'm out of here." And and that just for me was everything that you know. <laughs> just sidebar. I I said that in an interview for some online magazine or something I said if a marriage referendum doesn't pass I'm pretty sure I'll go to, I'll move to London for good then and uh, so somebody they it made a little headline somewhere and then somebody tweeted thank God <laughs> finally gotta love Twitter I said bye bye but yeah but I know you I regret that <laughs> and do you know I think it's really important to remember the marriage re- referendum now. And but what's really important to remember is we had a little shop, we were independent yeah. at the time on Stephen Street and every single day for six months somebody would come down the shop at night and gob all over the shop window. Every day. Do you remember? Yes. So, spit on our shop. And we got used to it. It's funny and you're a woman and I'm a gay man. might have been me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Don't think it was him. I had a DNA <laughs> checked. I got my little file out. And took, but what I actually <laughs> meant by that was I think they were spitting at me, not you. <laughs> But, 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 but my point is this, right? In this climate of horrible, gross fear and, and just let's remember that the country voted. voted for equality. But also let's remember 48% of them didn't. Mm. Not 48, 38% didn't. It's still a good vote, but that's nearly 40% of the country voted no. 
so they didn't go live under rocks yeah. they still are here yeah. they still have a voice somehow somewhere and they're still you know opposed to gay rights yeah and probably women's rights let's be honest yeah so they're not gone away so as part of our equality diversity and inclusion I think people like us have to find out how to give those people a voice yes. sit with them don't shut them up talk to them listen to them and live together in a tolerant society and you know like I'm all, I'm always saying this whenever I stand up to speak about this stuff that there is a force field of fear around open conversations yes and and so on the one hand it's the the fear of the incumbent power causing offense mm-hmm. and on the other it's the minority or underrepresented being afraid to be the whiner to be over emotional to be you know and and so this creates a sort of a um a climate where nobody can talk about anything. And then what you have at either end of the sphere then is the radical right and the radical left. The radical left shut down conversation and the radical right just shout. Mm. So they're not listening to each other. Yeah. And you like there's no like and I just want to leave you with this and this is what I wanted to say. And this blew my mind at the vigil for the death of those two men outside the doll. The head of the Islamic uh, interve- inter- integration Passive Integration Society. This is this group of um, Islamic people who live in Ireland who who are, are are integrating into Irish culture and have set up this you know committee. Addressed this vigil, I thought how brave of him. And uh, when he stood up at the vigil with all these gay people, very upset, clearly moved, and this Muslim man stood up and said, "Islam is not hate," and this this radical behaviour does not represent particularly Irish Muslims who live in this country. And he said, wouldn't it be, isn't it a checkmate if we join forces, if the LGBT community and the Muslim community join forces? And the women! (laughs) And the the women join forces. And then they can't break us with their hate. And I thought, he was, he got such a round of applause. beautiful. Wasn't it? And and, and it was so, I just thought, so brave of you to come here today. Now, the gays are a pretty easy crowd, let's be honest, they're nice. Um, But... What he said was really clever, and I thought that's very what we powerful. Should, very powerful. Join forces to, to to against hate. That's all you join forces for. You don't have to agree with each other. Just live next door to each other. Close your door. Mind your own business. But join forces against hate. And I think that's what we do. And you know, like when you're saying that, all hate begins on the inside. Yeah. You know, you you can't you can't hate others unless there's yeah. hating inside you. Yeah. Don't tear me, I actually really do. I could start crying. That's oh, lovely. really? Yeah, Isn't yeah. it lovely? Pardon. Are you hungover? <laughs> you know what? I There's a smell of bagels in here. And with that, we're away until next week. Please rate and review the pod if you've enjoyed this episode. You'll make us very happy if you do. Right. <laughs>